of Christians, Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Welcome in. It is, uh, well, now it's a sunny day. It didn't start out that way, but if you were listening early this morning, I said the Weather Channel predicts that uh, the clouds will be gone by noon. They pretty much are. Humidity still around, though. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. I am excited. You've heard me talking about Faith and Family Night for months now, almost all year. And now it's literally right around the corner. And it's time for us to uh, dedicate a whole program uh, not only to uh, this event, but just a lot of things that the Diamondbacks do in our community. Also going to hear from the benefactor or the recipient of this year's fundraiser uh, with Faith and Family Night. And just, uh, you know, whatever else we may uh, put together. Now, I what was it, four years ago, Ryan, that uh, or maybe five years ago that Billy Thrall brought you in? And I don't even remember what it was about. Uh, Billy, you know, he, he brought you in, and we uh, started this relationship that actually began right here in this studio. You know, I think Billy brings a lot of people in. That's right. right. That's, that's, uh, that's right. That's one of his, his I miss gifts. him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was about five years ago that, that we met here and, and kind of uh, chatted about Faith and Family Night and um, really explored a lot of different possibilities with you guys. So it's been a, been a cool deal for the last five years. And it's been uh, fun to see how it's grown uh, over the years. And it's also, I am impressed with how much more um, focus or assets that the Diamondbacks have given you uh, for this event in particular. And uh, if you haven't, if you've been under a rock or you haven't been listening to the radio station uh, at all this year, Matthew West is going to be in town on just behind second base. On August 26th, tickets still available. I'm, I'm guessing we can get you to sell us a ticket right there, Ryan. Yeah, you know, we have a few left. Um, no, it's it's been a great, uh, great night for us in, in the past. I, th- I think we've we've uh, really built up some some great credibility with our nights. And, you know, it's become one of our more popular nights that we do down at the ballpark, which uh, I'm a big fan of. And, yeah. and uh, we're really excited about Matthew West. Um, those that, that haven't seen him puts on an incredible show. So we're we're very excited about him coming in, and we've had a lot of time to kind of ramp up and, and, and plan even earlier than we ever have before. So uh, we we expect um, uh, an incredible night and some some new twists as well. All right, we're going to get into that, but first I want uh, for those that haven't heard your story and how you came to be with the Diamondbacks, we got a couple of minutes here before the break. Give me a little of your background and how God got you in this seat today. Gosh, you know it's it's a kind of a crazy journey for me and. Um, I'm a small-town Oregon boy at heart. I um, grew up in a small town in Oregon and uh, went to school up there for a couple years and, and tried to play baseball myself and, and realized I'm not <laughs> very good at hitting a 90-mile-an-hour fastball or, or a great curveball. Um, and I had these crossroads. And, um, you know, I, I think God led me down to, to Arizona. And at the time, I had no idea why. Didn't know a soul in Arizona. Didn't, didn't know anybody down here. Um, but I, I continued my education at Arizona State. I uh, really learned kind of that there's there's a career in sports and, and that even not playing sports, I, I could still be around it. And so I started working for free is what I say with, with yeah. all the organizations and volunteering. And um, I, I loved it. I loved every aspect of it. So 
out of college, actually, I started with the Suns and worked with them for a couple of years and then transitioned over to the D-backs. And I, I actually remember you a little bit from the Suns. I used to do some engineering for the games down there courtside. They pay me to sit there and, and run a board. I mean, you know, how do you say no to that, right? You had the good seats. I had the really good seats. In fact, I was a few inches in front of the $2,000 seats there. Uh, so those are those are incredible seats. I uh, wonder why I gave that job up sometimes, but nonetheless, <laughs> we're going to have a great conversation. Also, uh, Brian Beltramo from Fellowship of Christian Athletes is going to join us later in the hour. This is Koinonia. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Matthew West fans out there, uh, you're going to love being able. It, it, there, now, there's still VIP tickets available. There are. There, there are VIP are. tickets available. So here, here's the setup. You go and watch a great baseball game, and then after the game, they already have the stage set up and mostly sound checked, and they wheel it out there on a trailer right behind second base. And while they're doing that, they also go up and they put the little. Uh, barricades up on the grass at Chase Field. But then if you have one of those VIP tickets, man, you can just cruise right out there on second base and stand right in front of the stage, literally right in front of the stage, and enjoy Matthew West in concert. I mean, it's just cool. There is no other way to say it. I was out there for um, Toby Mac. Now, obviously, I was a little older, than most of the other people around me, <laughs> but not so. You know, there were some older people. Young I mean, at you heart, know, Tom. That's you all know, I, I've been. Uh, you know, when uh, DC Talk used to open for my favorite band, uh, DeGarmo and Key, way back, and uh, followed them throughout. But uh, it there's just something special. I mean, being out there on the field is is cool in itself, and then you're right there with the musician. It's just it's all kinds of good. It is. You know, we've worked hard at creating a, a special environment for that night. And, and we've played around with a lot of different things, you know, and the lighting and, and the, the scoreboard and, and the messages that, that we put up. And it, it, really what we found is it, it's that experience. You know, it's whether you're sitting in the seats or you're out on the field, um, we're, we're so blessed to, to have these Christian artists that just come in and they do an absolutely wonderful job and um, lead us in, in a little bit of worship songs or, yeah. or lead us in, in some of their music. Um, one of my favorite moments all time I'll share with you, you, Tom, is I was standing behind the stage when Mercy Me played a few years ago, and they were they were about wrapping up their show, and, and they, they started playing Amazing Grace. Oh. And um, about halfway through it, Bart just stopped singing yeah. and just let 10,000 people sing the song, and, and he was just looking backstage at us saying, I'm done. He, he just yeah. They literally just walked off the stage to everybody singing. Yeah, it was um, so good. That was so good. And the other thing that's kind of cool, the artists get to do something that they don't always get to do as well, and they get to be fanboys. You know, do. if you follow them on social media, you're quite likely to see them, 
you know, up in one of the in uh, one of the suites with uh, some of the other people in the in the stadium or, you know, in the locker room. They they get to have a little bit of extra fun that they don't normally get to do. Yeah. Yeah. It brings back memories of, of uh, Switchfoot and John Foreman and, mm-hmm. and his crew. And, you know, they they wanted to put on the mascot suit. They wanted to do it all because they were in a baseball stadium and, and they weren't sure when they were going to get to do that again. Right. And, yeah. And, you know, I think uh, I think Bart just kind of kept it quiet that I, I think he's a Dodger fan. So he kind of kept that under wraps Rangers, uh, I think. a little bit. Oh, yes, that's right. It's Texas Rangers. That's yes. what it is. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Diamondbacks and how they really give back to the community. I'm not sure that people are really aware because it's not like. Uh, there's lots of ads from the Diamondbacks saying, hey, we've done this and done that. But all the time, the Diamondbacks are in the community, your particular area, uh, with uh, with foster kids. But there's so many great things that the Diamondbacks do. Yeah, as an organization, um, it, it's it's one of the things I love the most about the Diamondbacks. Um, the baseball is, is, is great, and, and I know um, – you know, we we always want a few more wins, mm-hmm. and we always want to want to be pushing for championships. But I think what I've fallen in love with as an employee of the Diamondbacks is more the heart of the organization and what we do for the community. And uh, watching the things and the stories that that we've got to have an impact on is incredible. And you know, some of them just melt my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, people ask me why I've worked there for nine years, and uh, yeah, I, I love working in baseball, but I also know that, that what we do in the community is pretty special, too. I, it's not that long ago that uh, the Diamondbacks hosted literally thousands of foster family or foster kids and families uh, for a night at the ballpark. And I've had a chance to talk to some of those kids afterwards, and it's like that's the first time they'd ever even been in the park much less see a professional baseball game. They were just, they were all grins and, and ear-to-ear smiles from the moment they stepped foot on the property. Yeah, it's it's pretty special. We, um, we're we actually hosting that night again coming up here, so we're, we're going to do it again and, and bring out a lot of foster care kids. Uh, had the opportunity recently go up to sibling camp, and um, that's always a touching one for me because you're literally teaching a, a, a child how to throw a baseball that's never mm-hmm. even put on a baseball glove before and um, just to have some fun with them and, and teach them just some basic baseball skills and, and let them have fun is uh, one of the, the, the best days of our year. Yeah. And when I say that the Diamondbacks are really involved in the community and give back, uh, we're talking a lot of money too. Yeah, we just surpassed the, the 45 million mark. Um, wow. And you know, for an organization that hasn't been around in the community all that long, I watched them build the park, and I just I'm I'm here since '87, and so that's that's in baseball terms, they're young whippersnappers. We are, we are, um, but we're proud of of how much we've been able to give back financially and continue to to do so. Um, you know, despite the the wins and losses, that, that's something that we're always going to stay committed to. I want you to talk specifically. You've talked uh, generally, and you're involved in some specific areas, but it's it's almost I won't say it's a requirement, but there is an opportunity for employees of the Diamondbacks. You have teams of teams that I, do you compete to see who get, who gives the <laughs> most back into the community? It's 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 kind of an interesting uh, uh, paradigm. Of this isn't okay. You're going to go support. No, you, you you have teams that work together, and then see what you can do next. Yeah, 
we've actually changed the model a little bit um, since since last year and you know we, we did we kicked it off and we uh, we had teams and, and we competed and and we uh, uh, got that competitive bug going in all of us but what we've actually done a little bit more over the last year is all the teams are working together and so as we took a step back and looked at what each team was was working on we realized hey we're a lot more powerful when we all just work uh simultaneously so um for example the the sibling camp that we just went up to we had oh gosh awesome what do you think 30 people Um, probably 30 people on a bus that were not just from our team um but from several other teams that got to experience that and they they got to say, wow, okay, I see what you guys were talking about now. And so you get, kind of get to share in some of the other – what are some of the other areas of uh, a support back into the community? Yeah, so I'll talk about a big one that, that we're doing right now. And um, I think one of the, the areas that, that we've noticed is, is for schools and for teachers specifically. And so there, there's a couple of things that uh, are coming up here that, that if you're an educator out there, you should know about. Um, one is our, our – uh, school grant program that we have. Um, it's uh, uh, presented by University of Phoenix, but we're, we're going to be giving away $100,000 in, in $5,000 grants um, to teachers for them to oh. do classroom projects. We, we want them to come to us with creative stuff, things they, they dreamed about doing in their classroom, but maybe the school just can't fund it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've done that for the last three or four years now, and it's been an incredible program to watch some of these projects come to life. Um, but we're, we're doing it again now. We're taking taking grant applications right now. Um, it's a simple grant process. You know, some of the teachers I've talked to in the past get scared off by, I don't know how to write a grant. Yeah, or I don't know how to do this. Well, and the government grant writing, if, if they've ever been exposed to it, it's kind of a daunting process. I would say that uh, uh, even Austin, who, who's our, our coordinator here, could write this one. So, so all of your teachers right. are in good good shape. Um, yeah. <laughs> nothing against Austin, of course. Yeah, nothing against Austin, but uh, <laughs> no, all, all these teachers could could absolutely uh, uh, do it. It's it's a I think a five hundred word essay and, and some basic information about your school. Um, but incredible program. We've also got some teacher nights coming up where. You know, it's a heavily discounted ticket, and we're going to have a teacher's lounge area. We're going to give away school supplies to them, give them some of the basics to take back to their classroom. Um, so just in general, we're, we're trying to circle around our, our education and, and our educators um, and, and hopefully support them and, and uh, make them do some, some magic in the classroom. Ryan Holmstead is my guest from the Arizona Diamondbacks. We're talking about Faith and Family Night and all the other great things that the uh, Diamondbacks do in our community. Where can people go if they want to uh, submit that application? Where do they need to, to go to find that? Yeah, so if you just visit dbacks.com, and um, if you go to our community section off of dbacks.com, it's right there. Uh, you can't miss it. Um, and uh, like I said, we're, we're accepting applications now, I believe, into through the month of September. So you got a little bit of time, but I wouldn't wait. Um, and uh, we'd love to see thousands of applications. That would be outstanding. Another thing that the Diamondbacks do, you have very special uh, event nights that's not necessarily about, you know, giving away a bobblehead or whatever. You do those. Those are a lot of fun for the fans. But you do a lot of uh, events that bring a spotlight in a good way to uh, parts of the community that need attention. Tell me about some of those. Yeah, so it's, um, gosh, our, our special events, uh, our, our community nights, um, it, it, sometimes it's about awareness, and it's about uh, bringing awareness to organizations that we've worked with, projects that we've worked with, and, and we've done a, a kind of a cool thing. If you've been to some games this year, you've noticed our inning of giving um, spotlight where, 
um, you know, I, I think we've humbly kind of done a lot of things in the community that people just don't know about. And so we're, we're trying to rally people around some of the things that we're doing, trying to expose and then get uh, some awareness around some of the issues that we found need some help. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those Indians are giving some of the, the pregame recognition, some of the awareness things that, that we've done, um, whether it's going gold for, for pediatric cancer or, or just a, a simple um, community project that our employees did. Uh, hopefully somebody's inspired in the stands and, and wants to get involved. It, it, cancer Awareness Night, uh, I know uh, somebody that goes, uh, the family that goes to uh, Living Streams with me, uh, Hope for Hollis, is uh, or you guys treated that family. I mean, I, I get teared up a bit just thinking about what oh, everything you guys did for this this one family. I do too. I, I, I don't know the family personally like you do, Tom, and um, – I've been in meetings where we've talked about it and planned out some of those things, and and uh, it, it's tough to fight back the tears in those meetings. And then you you watch what Fox Sports just put out, just kind of highlighting it, and uh, it was waterfalls for me. Uh, yeah. And you know that's uh, that's a family that personally I'm I'm praying for, and and that. Um, and you know, we're, those we're I haven't had a chance to talk about it on the air here, but that particular instance is uh, an incredibly incredibly rare form of cancer that's. Uh, there's nothing but experimental tests. And, in fact, uh, a young man has to go to Germany for uh, treatment. But uh, the Diamondbacks treated him and their whole family uh, like uh, kings and queens. And it was it was just a fabulous, fabulous thing. And they do that all the time. It's not just one. I just happen to be uh, very, very intimately familiar with one. We're going to continue our conversation. We're talking about Faith and Family Night with Matthew West at the Diamondbacks. Now, you can still get tickets. You can go online, dbacks.com forward slash faith. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it in a bit. But there's special group rates and other ways you can participate. Again, get your tickets now, dbacks.com forward slash faith. I'm using the best of uh, cliffhanger uh, conversation here during the break here. I'm telling them a great story. And then right when I get to the punchline, say, oh, well, i got to wait. we got to do our radio show here. So I'm hanging. Uh, Ryan Homestead from the Arizona Diamondbacks joining us. We're talking about faith and family night. Now, one of the things, it's not just about uh, Christians coming to the ballpark and enjoying a great concert. It also benefits uh, an organization here in the Valley. Tell us, uh, Ryan, some of the organizations that have been supported in the past. Yeah, going back to our, our first year, I, I think the first um, Faith and Family Night that, that we, we kind of started adding a nonprofit component to it was Streetlight. Um, so from there, we've, we've moved on to Neighborhood Ministries. We've moved on to uh, Phoenix Dream Center was, was last year's. Um, Arizona Friends of Foster Children Foundation one year. Um, Hope Fest or City Serve? City Serve, Christian Family Care. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been all over the board. And I, I think this year's, you know, as, as great as all of those were and, and incredible organizations, um, this year's fits, you know, fits baseball and, and it fits uh, the, the ministry side. And yeah. uh, I, I would say I had a little bit of an awakening at their, their Fiesta Bowl breakfast where I saw you. Yeah, and it was it was funny because – you made the mission, hey, do you think this would be, you know, as one of those confrontations? Because you talked to lots of people. Yeah. It's not just me, obviously. And I said, yeah. And then I, the more I thought about it, it's like, that's like genius level. It's so perfect. 
Uh, we have the state director on. Brian, uh, how are you doing today? Doing well, gentlemen. How are you? Did, did, and, uh, did you we maybe already spoke about it, but the D-backs on fire right now. Winners of four in a row. See, there's an actual sportscaster uh, bringing true information to a program. I don't know why you want to screw that up like that. <laughs> how are you guys doing today? It's an honor to, to be with you, and hello to Ryan. Uh, Brian Beltramo has been on the program here before, and Brian, just a little of your background, you uh, TV caster, in uh, Tucson, but how long have you been with um, with uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Arizona? I'm uh, starting my 19th year with oh, uh, Arizona FCA, and uh, just blessed to be part of an organization that combines uh, my two passions, sports and Jesus, and, and sometimes in that order. So, um, But, yeah, love the Lord and, and love what FCA is doing across the nation and in Arizona with reaching coaches and athletes with uh, the message of hope and bringing purpose to the sports world and specifically uh, Jesus Christ. It's a lot of fun. We normally, as uh, Ryan alluded to there, uh, hang out around the Fiesta Bowl breakfast before uh, the beginning of the year every year, and that's always a lot of fun. Some years it's just, it's like, it seems like I don't know how you can get more people. I mean, it literally, God has blessed this thing, especially uh, the last couple of years. But uh, I think the biggest thing for you is just seeing how many young people are impacted getting to come to an event like that. Yeah, the Fiesta Bowl breakfast is one of our hallmark events. We're, we've done it over 40 years now in the Valley, and so um, FCA has a great relationship with the Fiesta Bowl, and pretty much in every major market and city in America, in December or January, there's going to be a college football game, and FCA is a part of that culture on the itinerary. And last year, many people have told our, our staff and our office that last year might have been the most um, vibrant or the most effective with just members of the Arizona Cardinals up there on stage sharing their faith, um, just being real. And that's one of the things that that any time a Christian athlete at the professional level gets a chance to share their faith or their story, um, it's just such an attractive thing because if we just watch SportsCenter and if we look at every uh, ESPN.com update, I mean, there's some there's some athletes making some poor choices. And so when, when, it, when a Christian athlete can stand up there and say, hey, I went to FCA camp when I was a young person like Larry Fitzgerald did or Rashad Johnson can say like, hey, what you guys don't see in the media is that, man, we're praying before practice. We're on our knees after practice. And so last year, our Fiesta Bowl breakfast, we had, we had over 1,500 people there. Uh, this year, we don't know the teams this year, but it'll be a national semifinal on December 27th at the JW Marriott uh, Desert Ridge Resort. And uh, our goal is to pack a ballroom. But yeah, Tom, as you mentioned, of the 1,500 people in the crowd there, we know some don't know Jesus, and uh, we're really excited to put about 800 high school student athletes in there to hear the message. And I can say a couple things on stage, but when a professional athlete says, Jesus is my king, they listen with a little greater clarity. Yeah, they absolutely do. And especially, what a great panel you had last year. And I think that was the key was that they were just natural. You could tell these guys were friends uh, and brothers in the Lord. And uh, it was it was pretty powerful. All right. When Ryan came to you and said, hey, would you be willing to be the recipient of, uh, you know, our Give Back program for Faith and Family Night, how long did it take you to decide? Well, it was 
was good. I mean, Ryan and I have got a great relationship, and um, it was one of those things where at first I was kind of like, man, um, I'm, I'm kind of blown away that you would pick FCA as the benefactor. Um, I'm, I'm good friends with uh, Brian Hummel, the Diamondbacks chaplain, and Tony Graffinino, who does some pro baseball ministry in the Valley. Matter of fact, on, on Saturday, um, had a chance to do a chapel with the Brewers and the D-backs. And so um, when we were first notified that we could be a recipient, I wanted to meet with Ryan, and I think my question was, is, is this too good to be true? <laughs> and just, just wanted to get some more information about the event, about the day on the calendar, um, and uh, just to make to make sure it's a great fit. But no, we're humbled and honored to have a great relationship with the D-backs and Ryan, and again, met some of their coaches this last Saturday, and got a chance to encourage some of their players spiritually, hopefully. So um, it's a blessing, and, and we've been promoting it on social media, and now at school is back in session with a lot of our schools, just trying to get as many D-backs fans as we can there, as baseball fans, and going to be a great day, going to be a great game, and uh, for them to be able to hear Matthew West and sing, and, and also to be able to hear from some professional baseball players, I'm telling you, the guys they have on the panel are real, and they're humble, and they they love their role as far as they, they understand giving back to the community, and um, I, I know they just they love sharing their faith with young people. So we're blessed to be a part of the uh, the Faith and Family Night over at Chase Field here in a couple of weeks. Brian Beltramo from Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the uh, benefactor for Faith and Family Night this year. Uh, Brian, you just came out of uh, getting a few days off because of the incredibly crazy summer that you guys have over at FCA. Tell us a little bit about where some of this uh, funding is going to go with some of the great programs that you have. Yeah, I appreciate that. So we had our, our annual summer sports camp um, the first week in July. Uh, we're, we're not overly creative, but we know that athletes don't want to work out in July outdoor in Phoenix, so we go to Northern Arizona University. That's how creative we are. So we go up to Flagstaff, we get out of the heat. We've got about 10 to 12 different sports, and uh, this year, very, very humbled and, and proud to report that we had our biggest summer sports camp ever, and we had 549 student-athletes from 7th grade to high school uh, participate in our overnight Christian sports camp. We had 75 coaches. We had 90 college athletes. And um, it was just an incredible um, opportunity, again, to get better in your sport, to be coached by a godly man or a godly woman. Uh, There's no pressure to perform at our camp. We're going to definitely challenge you to be a better athlete. But there's really not a scoreboard that's going to define your validation as an athlete up there because of the diversity of talent and because we're going to coach you up and not down. Every every young person got a Bible, and um, again, uh, just very, very blessed. So, so the, the funds that we will receive from the Diamondbacks will literally help send more athletes and more coaches to camp. And I don't say these words very often, but but when young people have a life-changing opportunity, and, and just that phrase, a life-changing Christian sports camp put on by FCA, uh, Tom and Ryan, I've said this for 19 years now, I've never um, went to a school to recruit a camper or recruit a coach and just say, trust me, you need to go to Flagstaff for four days hmm. for our FCA sports camp. I have never had someone come back and say, you know what, I, I want my money back yeah. because 
because it wasn't worth it. So mm. um, we are blessed, and we're, we're getting better as an organization to be able to secure funding early in advance for a sports camp that now will be, you know, June or July of 2017, which seems far away, but we feel like we're always recruiting campers and coaches. Yeah, it'll be a blink of an eye, especially for those of us that are sitting on the outside. I'm still trying to figure out where 2015 went. Uh, with this being an Olympic, a summer Olympic season, uh, we've already seen many stories of uh, athletes demonstrating and talking about their faith uh, live on broadcast t- network TV. I don't know that I've heard it more succinctly and clearly stated as the uh, uh, men's uh, diving, uh, synchronized diving the other night. And he answered, he said, to start with, well, my identity is not in the scoreboard or my score. My identity is in Christ, and that gives me the freedom to be able to perform at my very best. Boy, when you have somebody like that on a broadcast like that saying that, and school starting this week, this is kind of a really good time for you and your coaches to be out there uh, asking those questions, say, well, what do you think about that conversation, right? Well, it's funny. We, uh, our family was back to school, and part of our homework now is watching the Olympics every night, working on our patriotism, but we were able to watch that come on the TV, and I literally I told the kids and I told my wife, Sherry, I said, hey, I think David Bedaya is a Jesus guy, and I just had a recollection that when he won the gold in London, he gave glory to God, and I said, hey, we're rooting for this guy no matter what, but hey, let's let's root for these divers, uh, and I mean, I think, I think these guys are serious about Jesus, and so as the competition went on, they get the silver, and I just thought what was so remarkable about, about David Bedaya's comments is that, obviously, NBC can't censor that because right. all of America wants to hear from these Olympic heroes. Yep. They don't have time to censor that um, because even if Michael Phelps give glory to God, they're not going to censor that. So I thought what was great, though, with Bediah is that I think every human being who heard that or saw it on Twitter can relate to it, and here's how. If, if I look at, at the platform, man, there's expectations and there's pressure. And that's, that's all of our life. That's where Hebrews says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author, the perfecter, and the finisher of our faith. Um, fix our eyes on Christ, but once we get our eyes off of Christ and onto this big competition, and how are we going to do, and is the water going to turn green, and is China going to win the gold, now we're overwhelming with pressure, and they just said, hey, we're, man, our, our identity, our validation doesn't come from that. It comes from Christ, and Christ did it all. Then they interview the second diver, Steele, and he's like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say what David said. I'll copy it. And uh, it was real because I think everyone, you don't have to be an Olympic gold medal, silver medal diver to relate to that. And yeah. um, if we focus on our job, it's probably going to get harder. If we focus on Christ, the problem still might be there, but it gives you the peace and the perseverance to just to battle through and uh, maximize Jesus, minimize what we're going through. And uh, that was awesome. Brian, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule. I know you had to step out of uh, uh, a gathering there to join us. I appreciate it. We're going to continue the conversation with Faith and Family Night, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Matthew West is coming up August 26th. Great seats are still available, dbacks.com forward slash faith. If you'd like to get a group discount, you can find out the info there, dbacks.com forward slash faith. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin Matthew's song there. Faith and Family Night with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Matthew West, that uh, is a lot of people's favorite song. It's certainly one of my favorites of his. And, uh, boy, he's got a powerful video that goes along with that that I've actually seen used in scenarios uh, in conferences and, and gatherings talking about being active in the community. And we need to step up. That's what God has sent us to do. It's one of the things that, as Christians, we're called to do. And as an organization, the Arizona Diamondbacks, well, they do a great job. You heard they've passed uh, the $45 million gifting back into the community. Um, So many different events that they do every season. And uh, treating special uh, opportunities for bringing a spotlight to a family in need or an organization in need. And the Faith and Family Night, with the uh, nonprofit component, they've supported some incredible incredible ministries and organizations here in the Valley of the Sun. This year, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, you just heard Brian's uh, story there. FCA does some powerful stuff. But talk about a a hand in glove, having the D-backs and FCA together. And uh, you were just saying during the break there, Brian's actually going to be the one doing the uh, athlete interviews before the concert gets underway, he's a natural. You heard him there. He's a professional broadcaster. Uh, and he's got, unlike me, he has the face uh, for TV as well. He's very good on TV. This year, though, is more powerful and special than any I can remember. It's For starters, it's on a Friday night. It is, yeah. That's kind of a big deal. Now, you know, most people probably don't really process it that way and think about Friday night is probably the Diamondbacks' busiest day of the week already, right? Fridays and Saturdays are are extremely busy. What in the business world, in the sports entertainment world, you don't normally put big events on the day that's already your biggest day because you have a natural draw already there. So to be putting Faith and Family Night on a Friday night is kind of a big deal. It is, you know, we uh, um, we believe that that this uh, this event's so important that, that it makes sense to have it on a Friday night, and it um, you know certainly as a as an employee of the Diamondbacks, it it, it helps us bring some people into the stadium. But um, you know, Friday nights it draw very well for us, and, and this is uh, this is going to be a big crowd for us. Fireworks being Friday night? Yeah, absolutely. So we're doing weather permitting. We're weather doing permitting. we're obviously uh, soon. You never know. <laughs> that's, you know, I could just see the news reports. We have the big haboob and then fireworks. You know, blowing over onto you know city hall or something like that. <laughs> you know, that would be kind of and something else that you're doing this year that you've never done before is uh, you're going to have an opening artist as well. Yes, we're we're so excited about this, and it's somebody that our organization's worked with and. Um, and local, so it's a uh, local artist that I believe has been on your show before, Tom. But well, she's, she's actually been on a few times. She's been on via phone, and it just so happens she's on right now. Laura, hi. Are, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I am really blessed. This is uh, fortuitous that you were able to give us a call here. Uh, Laura Walsh, back here on Koinonia. It seems like every time you and I get to talk, you're doing something fabulous uh, for the community. 
Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I um, I love Arizona. I love um, I love that there's so many different groups and organizations that care about the community and have a heart to serve and a, a heart for these people. So it's really cool to be a part of that and be a part of um, a bunch of different communities. Well, a lot of people in our audience have seen you, even if they don't know they've seen you, because you've done the national anthem, for one thing. How many times around the valley? I'm not sure. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's a safe assumption right there, though, a lot. You've done that a lot. You also have uh, obviously been on Koinonia here. How excited are you to get to open up uh, for Matthew West at Faith and Family Night? Oh, my gosh. I'm so, so excited. Um, Ryan actually um, gave me the call and let me know that, you know, he'd worked it out that I was going to be able to open for him. And I've just I've been so excited about this and excited to talk about it and promote it and um, you know, one of my favorite things about uh, the Diamondbacks and just the entire organization is that they are so um, community-oriented, and and there's a lot of um, strong faith values within the Diamondbacks. So to be a part of this huge event that I know has been going on for a long time um, is a really, really huge honor for me, and um, I'm really excited because I have some new music that I'm going to be playing um, that also has some different um, faith points in the lyrics. So I'm kind of excited to um, start playing those songs out. Laura Walsh is joining us via phone here on Koinonia talking about Faith and Family Night with the Arizona Diamondbacks. You can get your tickets now, dbacks.com forward slash faith. And it's August 26th. It's a Friday night. So here, it's just every time I find out more, it's just getting better and better. So Matthew West, he's the headliner. Of course, there's a Diamondbacks game there that night. It's Friday, so there's fireworks. And there's going to be several athletes give their testimony. And Laura Walsh is going to be singing as well. I don't know that I can handle more news. She's laughing at me now. Tom, Tom no, we, won't, we awesome. won't give you a heart it's, attack it's or anything. <laughs> Laura, I follow you on uh, social media. You're you're uh, busy all the time. Uh, just real quickly, give us an update of how uh, God has given you opportunities to sing all kinds of venues, but you still get a chance to, to lead worship in church now and again and some of these great events that uh, have a faith component to them. Yeah, so... Um... So one of the things that was important to me was that I would um, not not uh, limit myself to one particular venue. I love playing at all different kinds of venues for all different kinds of people and different kinds of events. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel really at home singing at my church. Um, lately, I've been working a lot with the kids. We've been developing our, our kids' uh, worship program, and that's been huge because I've, I've kind of shifted roles. Um, in that setting where I'm, I'm actually coaching and um, talking to the kids about um, singing and worshiping, what that looks like. And it's, it's one of the most rewarding and amazing things that I feel like I've ever done. I absolutely, my heart is just full every time I leave their worship practice and every time I see them on Sunday singing something. And, um, you know, we have kids that rap and kids that um, play all different kinds of instruments. And to watch them grow is like, I'm not a parent myself, but I kind of feel like one when I'm at church because I, I imagine this is what a lot of moms feel like, hmm. just having this proud, I don't know, full heart. <laughs> Laura Walsh is opening for Matthew West at Faith and Family Night at the Arizona Diamondbacks 
August 26th, and I know the first time we met, you told me uh, your heart for uh, young girls and trying to be an inspiration for them and uh, give them a role model that they could uh, to, to follow and just to be there to uh, to minister them whenever you could. So it's great to hear that you're getting to do that uh, in a big way. Yeah, Tom, I, I think when we talked about an opening kind of act and, and what what could be a different component to Faith and Family Night than, than we've ever done before. Uh, Laura's name came up instantly because uh, when you look at her heart for the community, it aligns so much with, with what we do with the Diamondbacks, and uh, she's using her platform so well. So, Laura, if you don't mind, talk about some of the, the, the cool things that you're doing with some of those young women and, and some of the, uh, the outreach programs that you've done. I, I know we've chatted a little bit offline about it, but um, I, I know this community wants to hear about them too. Yeah, so... Um... So my heart is um, for people. I love people, but particularly um, I relate to younger girls um, just because I know how hard it is to be a young girl in today's society. And um, I'm an extremist myself in in a lot of ways. And so I, you know, when I pick a charity or something that I want to be a part of and and I put everything into it, um, I kind of go for the extremes and the extreme um, issue that I think a lot of girls have um, and or trap that they can fall into is um, human trafficking. And so that's been an issue that is really um, heavy on my heart and something that I've wanted to um, help fight for a long time. And um, I'm really excited. I'm going to be performing a song that I wrote about that issue called Flower um, at the Faith and Family Night. And uh, I've been working with um, a local group as well called Red Light Rebellion that goes in to schools and they... um, they have a curriculum that they teach in health classes about healthy relationships and what that looks like, and um, and they talk about different signs of this is this is what it looks like to be trafficked, and um, and it's not always what people expect. It's not always like the movie Taken. That does happen, but it it happens in so many different ways and in so many subtle ways that um, a lot of girls that are in this industry don't actually want to be there, and. Um, so I've been really lucky to work with a group like Red Light Rebellion and also partner with ASU and their group that, that works um, with older women that have been in that industry that don't want to be in the industry anymore and, and providing them a way out and options of how to not only have a way out, but how to recover from that financially and emotionally um, and just get back on their feet and, and have, you know, a, a healthy life. Um, and so that, that's really uh, where my heart is really heavy is for victims of human trafficking and and girls that have been sucked into um, that awful, awful industry. Laura, where can people find out uh, more of your website? Like I said, I follow you on social media. Uh, if they want to listen to more of your music or maybe find out some of the places you're playing, where can they find out more? Yeah, you can go to laurawalshmusic.com or follow me on Facebook. I post a lot of stuff there. Um, I'm also on Reverb Nation and Instagram and Twitter. Um, so you can find pretty much everything up on those sites. Laura, looking forward to uh, seeing you. You know, of all these times I've talked about it, I have yet to actually be at one of your concerts, and I'm looking forward to actually being. I might actually come down on the field just so that I can pester you from right in front of the stage. Oh, I love it. I would love to see your face. Laura Walsh joining us here on Koinonia Faith and Family Night is coming up August 26th, and it's going to be a big night, as we've talked about here today. Uh, Matthew West is headlining.
Laura Walsh is opening fireworks, baseball, also testimony from several of the Diamondbacks, and you usually get somebody from one of the uh, opposing teams. That uh, generally works out, but it's just going to be a great night. So go online now, dbacks.com forward slash faith. Pick your best seats. If you would like to take the whole youth group, easily done. Go to that same spot, dbacks.com forward slash faith. Uh, we'll give you a little bit more information and close things out when we return. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. What a great show today. Man, I can't believe it's already been an hour. Ryan, did, what do you think? Cool. I, I remember uh, Austin saying, gosh, a whole hour? You know, I, uh, it's, hey. it's gone quick. <laughs> it has gone quick. Well, again, um, dbacks.com forward slash faith. If uh, somebody wants help with uh, group tickets, where do they call? Yeah, give us a shout. 602-462-4600. And uh, we'd be happy to, to arrange a group outing for you. All right. So it's going to be a baseball game. Uh, fireworks, Laura Walsh, Play Diamondbacks players, and Matthew West. You got it. That's a big night. That's a big night. Coming up Friday, August 26. Again, that number is 602-462-4600. Ryan, thanks. Thank you to you guys. We, uh, we truly appreciate being on here.